Hear these words from Matthew chapter 13, starting at verse 18. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word at once and receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding us a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. So the sower, Jesus says, is he himself. It's Jesus himself, and today and through the last 2,000 years, by extension, it is the Holy Spirit. Even, obviously, before Jesus was on earth, it was the Holy Spirit who exists, who uh, makes the word come alive, who, who brings the word to us, as we, it gives us the chance to hear the word. The sower is Jesus. The sower is God, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, sowing the word on us and in the world. So what is the word? The, the seed is the word, and Jesus calls it the message of the kingdom. It's the content of the Bible, the, all, like all of this stuff in the Bible that is an explanation of why what Jesus came to do, uh, the real kingdom that he came to establish, this, this community, this family, but it's also like this restoring the whole world and renewing everything in the world, all that he came to do. It's that message that is the, the seed. And so the parable talks about the sower, the seed, and then the soils. And the question that it puts before us is what kind of soil are you? We, we can't pass over that question as irrelevant. It's, that's kind of one of the main points of this idea. Uh, it's an invitation to examine our hearts and lives. When Jesus says, he who has ears, let him hear, he's inviting us to examine, oh, am I a person who hears the word? And what do I do when I hear that word? For some of us, the word just kind of like passes right through. Have you ever had a time where you're reading a book and you're really tired or your mind is in a completely different space, but you're reading words on a page, and when you get to the end of that page, you have a moment where you realize, I have no idea what I was just reading. If someone asked me to summarize what I just read, I wouldn't have a clue. That happens to me sometimes, even when I'm reading the Bible itself, right? And Jesus is saying, if you live your life constantly in that place, that's a, a soil that it's not ready to hear and understand the word of God, all right? Now, at first, this text can seem a little bit harsh because it does say, if you can hear, great. If you can't, oh, well. That's what it seems to say, right? And so we can find ourselves going, well, I guess I'm just rocky soil. I don't know what I'm supposed to do to, to change, or do I have hope of becoming this good, healthy soil that grows a fruit, right? 
I think that the key to this, though, is to look further into this concept that Jesus repeats. Uh, he says it in the parable itself, and in the verses between the parable itself and the verses that I just read, Jesus does a little short explanation about why he teaches in parables and what he's trying to get at. And in that space, in this chapter, he's used this phrase a few times. Just, he talks about hearing and understanding. And so he says the good soil is the one who hears and understands what Jesus is trying to say, what he's going about all the time. He's a rabbi. He's a teacher, right? He's going around saying things about what the kingdom of God is like. And so he's been saying the, the people who, um, the, the good soil, they hear and understand. The Greek word there is, it means to put together. It comes from the same root as the word synthesize, to put together, to synthesize. We could talk about integrating. So that includes taking, uh, hearing that word, letting it seep into our mind, letting it sink down into our being, and then acting wisely, acting differently because of that word. So to hear and then synthesize, to integrate, to put it into the way that I live my life day in and day out. Evergreen, our goal is to cultivate fertile ground. If you hear anything today, this is what I want to invite us to. This is a reminder of what we are trying to do as a church and as a community, even though we're not meeting in large gathered worship in a building right now. The church is very much alive and open because we are still, day by day, not just on Sundays, but every day of the week, our goal is to cultivate this fertile ground. And we want to invite, I invite my, all of us, including myself, to look into how I can cultivate that fertile ground. Now, cultivation, as you farmers and you growers know, cultivation is pretty hard work. It involves a lot of tilling, irrigating, uh, adding nutrients and fertilizer into the soil to make it healthy. And let's just take a second and realize that if you're the soil in this picture, having a rototiller run through you a bunch of times, that's kind of tough work, right? You're going, it's going to be maybe even a little bit painful, but it's also incredibly good, changing, good work that needs to happen in our souls and in our lives so that we can yield and so that the word of God can yield this good fruit, this crop, this harvest in us and in our lives. So um, our work together as a church, what we want to celebrate right now is that we for 26 years have existed to cultivate that fertile ground. We have a mission statement. Uh, we talk sometimes in our mission statement, we use different words, making passionate followers of Jesus, creating passionate followers of Jesus. For this series, just right now in this space, I want to use the word Growing, growing passionate followers of Jesus. That growing work requires cultivating. The fertile ground is the fertile ground to, of making sense of the Bible. 
of helping each of us, all of us together, make sense of the Bible, understand what it means, and know how it applies to each of us individually and to all of us together, and then to live that out, to live it out. And then the fruit, what God's Word accomplishes in us, is the fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit of, of deeper love, the fruit of mercy, the fruit of, of life change happening in our homes, which is especially where it's been focused in the last couple of months, right? What life change has God been just saying? He's been cultivating and tilling the soil of you as you're in your house with your family going, man, what might need to be grown and improved? What nutrients might, might need to be added in this space? But it doesn't stop at just our homes. That growth, that fruit, is life change and obedience and love uh, that not just our homes, but our, our neighbors, our community, people all around us see that fruit of the Word of God taking effect in our lives and changing us and making us different, making us better, so that others around us see that fruit and they go, man, I bet that tastes good. I want to experience some of that kind of fruit in my life too. We share this mission, this goal, this heart to cultivate fertile ground in our lives in the soil of Hudsonville and West Michigan. For 26 years we've been doing that work. We want to keep pursuing that work. We're going to keep talking about that in celebration. Uh, we're going to continue to cultivate healthy environments. We're going to cultivate that soil as a church by providing opportunities for worship, providing opportunities for, for each of us to learn together, to enter into that cultivation process in our own lives, to enter into that together in places like small groups in our homes. It might be in it might be online groups for now. Eventually it will move to homes and eventually it will maybe it'll move into third spaces again like coffee houses and restaurants, right? But that opportunity for growing and cultivating, what is God sowing in my heart? I need the community. I need you guys to help me know what God is wanting to cultivate in my heart and life to make me better, to make me more like him. We want to provide opportunities not just for consuming uh, some good content that then can kind of give us a little bit of a boost for a couple days, but we want to provide opportunities for being involved, for daily uh, investing and serving our communities and our neighbors. That, those are all the fruits that happen when we cultivate healthy soil in our lives, when we allow God to till the soil of our hearts, to be open, to be soft to his work. We just got to cultivate soft hearts, soft hearts before God. And I think we could see incredible things as a church. We could continue to see more life change happening in our community. We can see more people going from being that hard, rocky soil, or even soil of the path, to becoming people who actually hear the word of God and integrate it and synthesize it into their life. Maybe others will join us in this work of cultivation too. What could be only becomes what will be and only becomes what is when we can engage in this work together.